All right, welcome, it's indisputable. I'm your host Rashad Rich, we got a lot on the agenda. In the bullpen today, we have Charlie Kirk. Yep, we're going to play my debate with Charlie Kirk. Now let me tell you how this worked out. We debated for one hour and 40 minutes, okay? They put one hour of it, they edited it down to one hour. You will get to see that one hour debate. The full unedited debate will be on my podcast. You don't want to miss it. You do not want to miss that. You want to make sure you download the podcast and here's why. They took out some parts that really made Charlie not look great, but it's fine. I understand I was in enemy territory, so to speak, all right? I went to Turning Point USA. This was in hot ass Phoenix, Arizona. It was 107 degrees. I'm talking about inside of that debate room, all right? I brought that fire. So make sure you download the full debate on the podcast, Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. That's the podcast, Acast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And like the podcast, give us five stars, follow us, all right? Also breaking down news of the day, my big homie Wazni Lombre. Um, Host Wozniak, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesdays, twitch.tv slash TYT. Host of Woke Bros and writer at The Ringer will join me in just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, my first story, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, here it is. This is a simple meme that you would find on the internet, but this meme is very real. The Green New Deal surprise is serves China and China only. You can go ahead and put number one up. So today talk. <laughs> okay, this is a simple meme. You can find it on the internet, but hey, listen, it's real. Um, Green New Deal, communist China, those are facts, okay? So oh, I, I get the game now, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, if we find a meme, we are going to just say the meme makes it a fact. So I can play that game. Here's a meme I got for you, found it on the internet, it must be true. All right, that's you in a KKK outfit. Um, and that's <laughs> you having the KKK hood taken off of your head. Um, it's a meme, so according to your linear logic, it must be true. I actually feel bad for the meme guy, like literally there's a guy putting up memes. All of that college education, and this is what he does. He puts up memes for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Think about the planning that went into this. And this is why I bring this to your attention. I'm going to talk about the merits of her proclamation in a moment. Somebody sat in her office, maybe a group of people, and listened to this woman say, hey guys, I need this meme to be a presentation in the United States Congress. Who's going to do this? Well, FedEx probably, maybe Office Depot. This is what they are doing with their taxpayer funded positions. Making damn posters of memes on the internet. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene out of Georgia, unfortunately, used a Scooby Doo meme to try and criticize the Green New Deal on Wednesday, sparking an endless stream of mockery online. This is why she does it. She's not equipped to be a policymaker. She is not in the policymaking position. 
even though she's elected, she doesn't know how to create policy, build coalitions, get legislation passed. So what does she do? She defaults back to this ridiculous um, optical illusion of her actually serving the public or the red meat being given to her base. The mean has these two images, you see those images. Uh, let me be very clear about uh, the Green New Deal. Um, moving to 100% clean energy means more jobs, a healthier environment, and far lower electric cost compared to continued reliance upon fossil fuels. Studies have shown that the technology already exists to achieve 100% clean energy by 2030. And we can speed up the transition by making polluters pay for the damage they've caused, starting with a robust carbon free program. The Green New Deal is not only a major step towards ending unemployment for good, but also a tool to fight the corporate takeover of our democracy and exploitation of poor and people of color. Um, Waz, you saw this, man. I mean, it's a meme, it has to be true, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We know we all know everything on the internet is facts. We 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 all know that. We've known that since we were doing the dial-up days, Dr. Right, Richie. Every, right. Everything we see on the internet is true. But I think what you see, you hit it right on the head, is the result of the Republican Party is no longer a party that takes part in governance. That's not anything that they're interested in. I think the reason why you see stuff like uh, you know, why they get all worked up over the board. Why they get all worked up about critical race theory, why they get all worked up about all of the culture war nonsense that we see on our TV screens every day is because they're not interested in governance. Like Mitch McConnell doesn't even come out and say, look, this is why we oppose Joe Biden's infrastructure bill. You know, he doesn't even pay lip service to stuff like, you know, saddling our kids with great debt or you know nonsense about inflation he doesn't even bother with that stuff it's just like we're no we don't govern and the reason why for this is that honestly sadly They've already won, right? They've already deregulated everything to the point where there are no regulations. Corporations pay no taxes. Obviously, the corporate interests control every single part of life here in America. They've they've destroyed all of the, you know, the the labor unions. So there's no power in labor. They've won every single battle, so they don't have anything to fight for anymore. They they just come out and they do nonsense like this back in the days, you would see Ronald Reagan be like, yo, trickle down, it's gonna rain money on the rest of us. <laughs> We're gonna cut taxes, it's gonna be great. Never mind that it's been proven debunked to be completely right. ridiculous as policy, but they don't even bother with that anymore. So yeah. this is what you see, you see memes. That's right, and these people are highly celebrated within the Republican voter ranks. They love Marjorie Taylor Greene and she continues to fundraise all across the United States. A black man in Missouri already pinned by cops. Another cop still puts a dog on him. Here's the footage.
Makes my blood boil. You clearly see this man was subdued. You clearly see multiple officers at the scene. You clearly see that the cop who arrived with the canine wanted this to happen. He wanted to put this dog on this black body. Make no mistake about it. This was his intent. This is what he preferred. And no other cop did a damn thing. They backed away. You had the situation under control. There was no need to do this. Let me give you some background to this story. This is out of Missouri. Woodson Terrace officers were dispatched around 718 AM Monday to Woodson Road. Where a caller said a man had broken into a business there. Police wrote in a statement on Facebook. Police said the man appeared to be on drugs. Threatened officers and tried to walk away into morning rush hour traffic just south of St. Louis Lambert International Airport despite police asking him to stop. Police placed him under arrest, but officers said he would not place his hands behind his back. So they told the man that if he did not comply, a nearby police dog would be released according to the statement. The man was transported by ambulance to an area hospital for his injuries. Police said the man was found with a substance suspected to be methamphetamines. He was released pending application of warrants. St. Louis County prosecuting attorney Wesley Bell vowed his office would make a thorough review of the arrest, though he declined to comment further on an ongoing investigation. But let me bring your attention to a police K-9 expert. There's a guy named Michael Gould. He called the footage problematic, also saying the fact of the matter is it's a human reflex response. You can't have an 80 pound dog puncturing your skin and be compliant. It's virtually impossible. So the only time I saw resistance of arrest or apprehension is when the dog was biting his body. Was thoughts. Like you, I just saw that for the first time and obviously it's extremely upsetting. And it makes me think about a lot of the rhetoric that came out of the summer of 2020 about defund the police, abolish the police, etc., etc. How about something just more simple like hold these fools accountable? With just the regular laws that we have in place right now, like you sick a dog on somebody, obviously sick the dog on him, right? Like he he wasn't lunging at anybody, he's leaning on a car, there's two other cops there. Just dude, make these dudes face the music on stuff that's on the books. This guy has to be reprimanded, if not fired. Like you can't tell me this is effective policing, that this isn't just egregious abuse of power. Like there's no other way to describe this guy's behavior. And I'm interested to see what happens to this guy.
Yeah. Right. And then the second part of that is if you live in this community and you watch the cops do this to this dude for what they claim is simple possession, how do you have any trust or faith within that institution that they're going to treat you humanely or fairly? That's how? Right. How can anybody yeah. have any of that trust? And what I always say about the cops is when they come into a neighborhood and they behave all ridiculously, the first thing they say is, well, look at the crime, look at this. Of course we have to treat people um, like this way. We don't know who's who. How can people look at the cops and, and think they're gonna treat me fairly? It creates an us and them environment um, and it further continues to erode the trust factor necessary for community policing if that is even possible anymore. Uh, but who's doing it? It's the cops. The cops have a duty to uphold the law, protect and serve, not to do things like this. Uh, let me also bring everyone's attention to a district attorney, an elected DA, has been charged with rape, strangulation, a bunch of other stuff. Okay, let's put up a picture of this DA. Republican out of Somerset County, this is in Pennsylvania. His name is Jeffrey Lynn Thomas. This Republican ran a campaign tough on crime. No hug a thug programs here. That's him. <laughs> That's the guy. He has now been charged with rape. Let me give you the background. The Somerset County District Attorney was arrested Wednesday and charged with raping and physically assaulting a female acquaintance. Pennsylvania State Police said he faces rape, strangulation, criminal trespass and other charges following the incident in the Winbur on Saturday night. In Winbur on Saturday night, that's according to state police. The DA was arraigned Wednesday night, now get this. He is being held on a $5,000 bail. Now that's an easy bail, he makes that no problem. $5,000 bail in the county system. I wanna remind you of the charges, rape, strangulation, criminal trespass and other charges, 5,000 bucks. The arrest came after a day of state police investigated the alleged attack. Police said Mr. Thomas entered the home of a female acquaintance and refused to leave after being told to get out the house. The DA is then said to have sexually and physically assaulted the woman. In a statement, Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro called the charges against Thomas deeply disturbing and stated it is a reminder that no one is above the law. Um, I have a few issues here, obviously many times when people run these tough on something campaigns, they're trying to uh, overcompensate for something. Uh, it is a big flash in the pan and look at this and don't look at what I'm doing behind the scenes. Uh, but he is charged, so this is at current state an allegation. But do you know how tough it is to arrest a sitting damn DA? Hmm. That must have been some pretty compelling evidence that the state police were able to actually put their hands on. He has been arrested, he's charged with these crimes. And look at what the criminal justice system does. They bend their rules. Did they break the law? No, the judge did not break the law, but the judge definitely bent the law because who in the hell gets a $5,000 bail for rape and strangulation in America other than a white DA? Was? Yeah, obviously anytime 
crime is visited upon visited upon somebody, it's horrible, and and we don't want that in in under any context in our society. But when it's being carried out by those who are tasked, elected to protect and serve the public, it's it's twice as horrible, if not more than that. And you know, another thing that what we mentioned about the cops and the erosion of trust in institutions, I think what you're seeing. With stuff like people not wanting to be vaccinated, yeah. that's a byproduct of a lack of trust in the institutions that are tasked with running our lives, right? And I think mm-hmm. these things have a carryover effect. It's not just that this guy has been a, is, is now a blight on the DA's office. You now make it so that it's hard for the citizenry to trust that very institution. So it has these ripple effects, man, it's, it's awful. And I would just hope that the victim is getting the help and the resources that they need to recover from something as horrific as a rape. Yeah, horrific. We got more on the other side. It's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back. We got a lot of comments. Before I get to those comments, I wanna remind you, we have a special, a special bullpen today, Excel bullpen, because you will get the one hour version of my debate with Charlie Kirk. We actually debated for one hour and 40 minutes. The full debate will be available on podcast. And you can get indisputable on podcast, Acast, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from, okay? So make sure that will be available right after the show. We're gonna make sure that full debate is available to you. For those of you who watch it live, you'll at least get that one hour version. Still very, very engaging. Okay, also we've got Michael Moore joining us right here on Indisputable Monday, 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 Oscar winning filmmaker, um, host of Rumble with Michael Moore podcast. I'm looking forward to that. And Galaxy Brain with Ben Carollo. That's right after Indisputable. Um, Catch that 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time. That is a Twitch exclusive, twitch.tv slash ty. Uh, and don't forget, I wish you Karen Wood merchandise. People are taking pictures with their I wish you Karen Wood shirts uh, and tag me on social media. I love it. Also, we got the I Won't Stop tees as well. Beautiful, great addition to the family, okay? And if you wear one and the first person who gets offended, that's Karen. That's your Karen. These shirts are literally able to call a Karen out just by wearing the shirt. All right, let me read some of these comments. Make you see the silver hair dragon. Uh, this is a simple meme from a simple minded simpleton. Yeah. <laughs> I am sock. Um, I'm worried for TYT for this debate. YouTube and Twitch have strong policies of not hosting child abuse videos. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are too much. Uh, Kelly O'Hara. Uh, preemptive cheerleading, this is my poet. Richie Richie, he is our guy, he comes with truth, no need to lie. Charlie Kirk <laughs> is such a creep, watch him as he squirms and weeps. He has no chance, no, he's all spin, that's why Dr. Richie wins. That is so sweet, thank you for that. Um, YouTube, super chat um, about Marge. Forbzilla, as a Scooby-Doo fan, I got my tattoo, old school VHSs and my VHS player. And I'm super offended that she touched anything. Related to my favorite show. I was upset too. I'm sure she broke like, you know, 
30 copyright rules by doing that presentation. That wouldn't that be dope? Like whoever owns the rights to that to come up with a statement right now, tell her to cease all activity connected to Scooby Doo. All right, what we got? Bernie the Kiwi Dragon, let that meme set the tone. Had Green stayed on any house committee, they would pump out nothing but Scooby Doo policies. <laughs> Gabby Mathis and Green got the flag wrong. It was Russian, not Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember, she has a meme guy. All right, about the police dog incident. Damn, stop using dogs to maul people. I, I mean, is that really complex? You know, there are police agencies who, by policy, will not do that move, and they are still policing. Jeffrey Ritchie Dragon, police dogs should be used for finding bombs, and that's it. Agreed, 100%. 100% agreed. All right, Twitch, Charlie Debate, Mac underscore Bane, grab the popcorn, watch Charlie Kirk get taken apart like a rusty engine block. <laughs> you guys are so creative. Um, progressive Canuck, it's almost like the cops were like, how dare he not resist? I want to stick my dog on him, so he made it happen. Yeah, it is what it looked like. Republican DA, East Village Boy says, what the hell, Pennsylvania? We need less DAs like Thomas and more like Larry Krasner. Larry is the freaking man. He's the best. Larry is the man, the man, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, I wish a Karen would. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You're going to feel free. Back off. I'm going to tell there's an African American man threatening my life. You guys are breaking the law. GA38, okay. GA39 states. You need to step outside, please. What? Because you don't have to run. I'm asking to leave the premises at this time, okay? Are you, with the are you with DISD or the city? If you're not complying with the law, are you with I'm asking you to leave the property. I'm please. asking you to yes, identify yourself. Are you, I am. So I'm you're with DISD, so you're not a city police officer. Please step outside, please. And you're kicking you, me out. Yes, sir. You know, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Officer, may I ask who gave that order for you to have our escort outside? It's just the district, sir. It's the district. Because the district trusts please, the governor. Please step outside, ma'am. The district we can trumps argue, the we governor. We can discuss it outside, okay? The district trumps the governor. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Is that the district trumps? You're saying the district trumps the governor? I'm just asking you, ma'am, please step outside. Did you not swear oath to protect please the Mexican Please step outside. Foreign? I'll mess you again. Did you, not, you, did you not swear an oath to protect the Constitution of the United States of America? I want to know what ordinance states that you can kick me out. I'm giving you a criminal trespass, ma'am. Okay? Just a warning, oh. okay? Just so, so just now so you you're know. disallowing a parent to go inside. And under the public meetings, my ordinance. name is Sergeant Ramirez. Over the Dallas Highway Police Department. This You've been nice. asked to leave the property. This is nice. If you do not leave the property, then you will be arrested for criminal trespass. Really? Which is a Class B misdemeanor. So you're telling for a class, me that it's a Class B misdemeanor. That the GA thirty-eight, GA thirty-nine is going to be ignored. And after six months confinement in county jail, are both fine. Or we could, you could. Well, you leave the property. Man, if she had darker skin, I promise you, he would not have actually started reading the whole statute. I have never seen a police hmm. officer literally read an entire statutory code to an individual who is committing a crime. There's more, this is not it. But I wanted to bring your attention to how nice, for lack of a better word, this cop is being at this district meeting 
that has a mask protocol. Here's more of the video. Could we could would you leave the property? Call the sheriffs, which yes. trumps, would you leave the property? Which trumps will you leave your, the property? your guidance. Will you leave the property? Under what ordinance? Criminal trespass ordinance. How is it if the governor is criminal trespass, ma'am? Your criminal trespass. The governor, GA38, GA39, clearly states that you cannot. That the public institutions that are funded cannot refuse. Yes, we can. Please leave the property. This is not your property. I'm representative of the property. Please leave the property. Okay. My confusion is. There's no confusion, ma'am. Please leave no, the property. No, there is because the governor's okay, already stated. Okay, ma'am, refuse to leave on the police under arrest. You're going to arrest me. Yes, ma'am, for criminal trespass. For failure to leave upon request. How can you mandate okay. something that the GA38 and GA38? Uh, he's not going to arrest a damn thing. He's about to read the law again. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. Uh, this Karen is going to call the police on the police. She says, call the sheriff. Uh, he has more authority here. Uh, really interesting, this is in Texas, obviously. Let me give you the law. She's citing, um, there's a Texas law 38 and 39. This is through executive action of uh, the governor, Governor Abbott. Uh, let me explain the executive order 39 that she referenced. Um, let's put that up on the screen. Executive order number 39 uh, relates to prohibiting vaccine mandates and vaccine passports subject to legislative action. Um, I got that directly from the actual executive order signed by the governor. So she's citing the wrong executive order. She also went to executive order 38. I guess she figures if I just throw a bunch of executive orders, maybe I get one right. Well, even that executive order, it says, please note mask provisions of GA 38 are not being enforced as the result of ongoing litigation. So madam, this school district was well within their right to arrest you after they warned you multiple times, but they did not. But the audacity of Karenicity, she said, I'm about, uh, I'm about to call the police on the police. Anytime I see the cops behave, treating people with any level of deference or you know, uh, kindness, patience. <laughs> I'm just like, look, I don't think that they should be body slamming this woman like they do uh, black people. They shouldn't choke this person out like they did Eric Gardner. You that's know, right. like I don't believe that that's what should be happening. But I would love to see this level of deference applied across the board. Exactly. Do this to everybody. That's the answer. I think some people would be like, well, shoot, why aren't we choke slamming this woman right now? <laughs> no, I don't think that's the answer. I think we should need to do this type of policing across the board, apply it to all the people of our society and not just white women. Yeah, and it shows you that they are well aware of how to deescalate. They mm -hmm. understand courtesies. They can be respectful of people that are non-compliant. They can continue to negotiate even beyond a lawful command. They can do these things that others say, "Oh, no, 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 they just need more training. No, no, they just need to equally apply their courtesies across Jeez. the board. That's what they need to do. Amen. Uh, I got a treat for everybody, uh, double dose. You wanna call the police on them for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're going to feel free, back off. I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. 
She called everybody darkies. <laughs> she said, "Oh, I, I can't say Mexican. I said she touched her Mexican hands against my white body. And you call me racist? I mean, yeah, she already calls the scene. Um, white, black and brown people came together in unison and gave a roaring round of applause when she was being escorted off of the airplane. And then she turns around and in order to prove that she's not racist, she calls them darkies. <laughs> and then goes on to explain how she actually is racist by the context of how she used the word Mexican. And I bring this to your attention because it is a reality in our social construct in America. If you gave that woman a lie detector test right now and you asked the question, ma'am, are you racist? She would probably pass if she says no. Because her racism is so indoctrinated and ingrained and part of her subconscious reality that it is implicit. And she believes because maybe she does not actively call people the N word every day or do some other action. She's not in fact a racist person. Uh, Was interesting stuff here. You know, I guess we should be grateful that she didn't go with Porch Monkey or Spook or <laughs> one of the classic. Well, she was going to well, get there. Give her more time. Yeah, with a little bit more time. And look, um, you know, I I, I struggle with these deeply damaged people, right? Um, to me, I just want to see it pay the consequences. Maybe throw on a no-fly list for a few years so she could feel the the pay the consequences of her actions. Obviously, this is repugnant behavior, and it has no place um, in any public space, much less something as confined as an airplane. But it's tough when you see these damaged people just having it out in public. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, very much so, and we expose to make sure there's a mirror, a social mirror, so that we can show America what she actually looks like. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back, we got a lot of comments. Before I go to those comments, let me remind you, special XL bullpen today. My debate with Charlie Kirk will air live. This is the one hour version. Turning Point USA edited this down to one hour. I literally debated with this guy for roughly an hour and a half. We have that full debate on the podcast. So in order to get the full debate, which I highly encourage you do, you have to go to Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie podcast. That's Acast, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast, okay? So make sure you do that. Also, um, Michael Moore will be with us on Monday, on Monday, okay? That's gonna be a dope show. And don't forget Galaxy Brain, right after Indisputable with Ben Carollo, 4 p.m. Eastern time, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, that's going to be really, really cool. Uh, TYT, excuse me, twitch.tv slash TYT. T. Let me read these comments. Uh, Lynn says, no matter how many times I see them, I can't believe the arrogance and entitlement of Karens. I mean, she's over there misciting the executive order, saying she's going to call the police on the police. He tells her what law she's violating. These are the people that under any other circumstance would have said, they just need to follow the law. <laughs> Why are they not being compliant? 
Well, this wouldn't happen if he wasn't breaking the law. Same people, same people won't put on a mask. And let me show you how ironic it is. This is a district school meeting, you're a parent. You care enough about your kid to show up to know what's going on, then care enough to put on a damn mask. You can protest it, you can say I don't like it. You can vote in a new school board member who's anti-mask. You can do these things, but you mean to tell me you're not going to be involved in the education of your child because you refuse to put on a mask as required by that district? Okay, um, Jamba Gino, she wants to call the cops on the cop. That's not gonna work, <laughs> right? The sheriff may have locked her up. Like I wanted to see the sheriff come there and just say, go ahead and put her in jail. Um, elected miscellaneous. <clears throat> the police officer should have told that Karen who was saying it was her constitutional right not to wear a mask. I'm sorry, ma'am, but the constitution does not guarantee you the right to be a Karen. <laughs> if a cop ever does that, and listen, I think it may happen one day. If a cop ever calls someone a Karen or says you're being arrested for being a Karen, I would completely just fall out, all right? YouTube super chat, school board Karen, the joint collective says, she has the complexion of for the protection. He didn't want to give her any problems, he really didn't. He didn't want any smoke with Karen at all. Um, airplane Karen, get the duct tape. <laughs> um, oh, Hippie says, I was brought up around white people, but never knew they were this crazy. Well, you weren't <laughs> brought up around crazy white people because most of them are not like that, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> Donald James XXX, they should have purchased on they should have parachutes on planes just for Karen's. <laughs> Nikki Nova, oh wait, white people have no voice but control the narrative. Karen by uh, Twitch, Tim530, and that is white privilege. Yep. Octo Squiddies, am I saying that right? Maybe. Apparently, you can charge someone with a crime without yelling, stop resisting, stop resisting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, um, okay. This is a really horrific, but once again, it shows you how deep this mask thing can be for people. There's a guy, a Texas man who went berserk after a hospital security guard said, you have to have a mask on. So what did he do? He bit through the man's thumb. That's what he did. Sir, you gotta put on a mask, you're in the hospital. Response, let me bite your thumb off. The attacker's name is Chad Stalen. Let's put his picture up again. Chad Stalens went inside of Kale West in Wichita Falls around 11.45 a.m. On Monday morning, um, there was a mask policy. Police said, security guard said, listen, you gotta cover your face, all right? It's a precaution. It's hospital policy to wear a mask inside. Sounds right to me. I mean, yeah, there's an infectious disease. It's killing people, damaging them in their respiratory functions for life. Uh, some bad stuff has happened. You gotta put on a mask here. You may be a carrier, you gotta put on a mask. The guard told this guy multiple times, um, but the 37 year old Stalens, he wasn't having it. He continued walking inside the hospital where he was confronted again by the guard 
who raised his hands to prevent the other man from poking him in the face. That's when Stalins bit the guard's thumb all the way to the bone. Put his picture up again. This guy is so anti-mask that he'd rather eat your thumb than put on a mask in a hospital. Now, if you're not willing to put on a mask in a hospital, you don't give a damn about yourself nor anybody around you. You don't care about folks that have immunity issues. You don't care about nothing. This man rather literally eat a thumb than put on a mask. Stegler was arrested and charged with assault on a public servant, which is a third degree felony in that state. It's at least a second thumb related assault for Stegler's who was convicted of assault in 2018 for grabbing a woman's thumb and bending it backward, this guy and thumbs. Um, Waz, do you ever find it just fascinating and ironic how people who are anti-mask would rather do things that are way more inconvenient than putting on a mask in order to still not put on a mask? Like going to jail is inconvenient, that's real inconvenient. You know, it's it's interesting. I'm always more fascinated by the reason given, which is always a, an argument about freedom and liberty and, and, and civil liberties and the constitutional rights and all of that. And I'm just like, all right, sure, maybe wearing a mask to go to Olive Garden is an infringement <laughs> upon your Civil liberties, I guess, but like, is it worse than the Patriot Act? <laughs> like, I, I don't know, right? <laughs> like, like, is it worse than, you know, when Snowden revealed what the NSA was doing to our freedoms and our privacy and the violation of those freedoms and said privacies? I, like, I, I don't happen to think so, but it's just, it's just so strange to me how worked up they get about this stuff. And it speaks to the right wing media propaganda machine just. Getting these people worked up to a fever pitch, because again, they're not gonna talk about the infrastructure bill. They're not gonna right. talk about the Green New Deal and the merits of it or the child tax credit or you know universal pre-K and kindergarten. They're not gonna talk about that on right wing radio and the merits of those programs. They rather talk about this and they get people worked up. Very well said. One of the saddest stories, this is gonna make you mad. Four year old black child being physically assaulted by a grown ass man at a daycare who is the daycare teacher, the daycare worker. Let's go to the video.
Producers, I need you to get ready because I'm going back to that video. To everyone who's watching, I know it's difficult to watch. I need you to watch it. I need you to watch it and here's why. As hard as it is for you to watch, imagine what this four year old girl was going through. Now there are two people who have now been charged with a crime. Not only the male, the white male who pushed this four year old violently down to the ground. But the other daycare worker as well, remember, they didn't know this would become a big story. They didn't know this recording would be out. They didn't know they would be held accountable. This is how they treat them. This is how they decided to treat a black child in their care. Now the images are blurred because we want to protect these very young children and their identity. But I want you to pay close attention to the one two combination of the daycare worker that pushed this child, the one by the door, and also the third one who should be charged as well for allowing child endangerment in this way and continuing to clap her damn hands like she didn't just see what she saw. Here it is. Has not been charged. Two of them put up their pictures, put up their mug shots, okay? Jennifer Miller and James Cialino. They have both been charged. Both with child endangerment. Both were in positions of trust with children. The incident took place on June 21st at Wild Kingdom Early Learning Center in Ohio, where daycare workers James Cialino is depicted harming an unidentified girl. That's when a seated Cialino, who is reportedly six feet tall and 315 damn pounds, placed both of his hands on her chest and pushed the girl to the ground. She let out a cry instantly. Miller stood by, did nothing, then closed the door and left. Both employees who had only been there for a month were terminated upon review of the video, which the school director, Lisa McMillian told reporters happened the day of the incident. The video itself has all the truth that needs in it. As soon as you watch, that or as soon as you see that, you know immediately what has to be done. Good for her, she's not standing by them. Listen, we're gonna continue to follow this story because not only was it egregious, I believe it's also systemic, it's systemic.
and we have the stats to prove it. Waz, we got a minute left, brother. What are your thoughts? Look, man, uh, this is a very important job, right? When it comes to watching kids in a daycare, it's, it's one of the most important jobs you can do. And I respect the people who do it well and do it effectively with care and compassion. However, we're not we're not asking this homie to teach these kids how to read or write or even color in between the lines. We're just asking you not to abuse kids. Yeah. That should seem like a simple enough job. So I'm glad that the law has gotten involved and these people will be punished and reprimanded because this is child abuse, plain and simple, and they can't stand. Yeah, let's put the picture up again. I just want people to remember what they look like by the end of the show. All right, we appreciate that. Um, Waz, I appreciate you, brother. How can people follow you and check you out on social media? Uh, yeah, follow me at B-I-G-W-O-S, Big Waz on every single social media platform. And if you want to check out my work covering the NBA and pop culture over at The Ringer, me and Nando Vila, fellow TYT contributor, we do a podcast called The Woke Bros. Go get that on every single podcast feed. And yeah, check out Wozniak every single Tuesday night on the TYT Twitch stream. Always an honor having your insights, brother. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, so very thankful for every single one of you. Um, you know, we work hard here. This team is such a remarkable team. We work hard to bring you relevant stories, to expose injustice, and to bring political truth, policy truth to the table. Um, so I'm going to read these comments, and then after that, you will get to see the one hour special I did with Charlie Kirk. We debated. Now, remember, this is their edited version. I would like for you to also go right now and download the podcast. You can get indisputable on Acast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, okay? We will put the full unedited version on the podcast, okay? Um, let me read some of these comments. TYT member, I am Sock says, is casual cannibalism a symptom of COVID? I don't, I don't know about that. Something I don't know. Um, Colorado Blue Blazer regular, cannibals got a cannibal. <laughs> he definitely had the hangaries. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. Legacy the silverhead dragon, four years old, not much more than a baby. Is that what it takes for an empty sack bully to feel like a real man? JFC, how pathetic an excuse of a human being is that? That's right. Text Dan, what the f? A kind of person, a kind of weird prison are they running there? That daycare needs to be shut down and those workers charged. Well, two of them have been charged. Um, YouTube Super Chat, Moon Dragon, get tested for rabies. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Purple, uh, dude, life is turning turning into a real American horror story. The hell is wrong with people? Yeah, Elisa Burdick, uh, what is wrong with that animal? You don't harm a baby like that, exactly. Twitter, uh, Phoenix three two seven seven eight. See, he was there to eat some sick people. Yeah. All right, uh, and Phoenix also says. And he's effing clapping like it's a sick game. I mean, the whole clapping and not paying attention, not even concerned about the cries of a child. Anytime a baby cries around me, it it moves me. 
You know, you want to make sure the child is okay. For you to not have any response, you have no heart, you have no soul, you have no morality, you have no values, you have nothing. And obviously, they have been charged with a crime, but anyone who saw that and did nothing, we know one other employee was there, they should be charged as well. Welcome to Indisputable. I'm your host, Dr. Rashad Richard. We got a lot happening today. And what do we do on this show? We tell the truth. You know why we tell the truth? Because the truth is simply indisputable. Rashad, great to be here. Congratulations on the new show. And I gotta let everybody know that Rashad and I go way back. People still need health care, so I won't stop. People still need criminal justice systems reform throughout this country, so I won't stop. And you won't stop either.